0: Joe Biden and Kevin McCarthy to meet today. The question is, will they actually get to a discussion of debt? Will the debt limit be a discussion or will it be somehow left on the table because Joe Biden doesn't want to talk about these things because he doesn't believe that he has to negotiate at all? Why should I have to negotiate? Why should I have to say anything or do anything other than what I'm doing? You have to do what I want you to do. And you have to pass a clean debt limit. It's just not going to work that way. Debt limit increase, I should say. And he wants to discuss invoking the 14th Amendment. It's an odd thing to say that you're going to invoke the 14th uh, Amendment, but we we should read it. We should understand what it is that, that is being discussed here. The 14th Amendment uh, starts as, as it should. Born or naturalized in the United States, all persons and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. You can't make a law that abridges the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protections of the law you are going to put an end to slavery. You want to make sure you've got this right. Now, I've used the 14th Amendment as a conversation regarding, about, uh, uh, regarding who has rights in the United States. Because subject to the jurisdiction thereof, would say that people who are here illegally don't actually get to avail themselves of the Constitution. I've been told that that's not the way uh, many judges would see it, but it's certainly the way I see it. But let me go down to Section 4. The validity of the public debt of the United States authorized by law, including debts incurred for payments of pensions and bounties for services in suppressing insurrection or rebellion shall not be questioned, but neither the United States nor any state shall assume or pay any debt or obligation incurred in aid of insurrection or rebellion against the United States or any claim for the loss of emancipation of any slave. But all such debts, obligations and claims shall be held illegal uh, and void. The debt is covered. That's the argument. I don't know how that means that you get to raise the debt limit. But without Congress, that's not going to fly. That, therefore, Congress has to raise the debt limit? Well, no one ever said that it can't be negotiated. The validity shall not be questioned. Well, no one's questioning it. We're questioning how we pay for it. Well, Tony, that would be the questioning. Don't be too cute by half. Okay, fine. If I were you, I'd negotiate because that's clearly where we're at. It isn't going to get raised without something given. The Republicans passed the bill. They said, okay, here you go. Democrats were caught flat-footed. For the past month, they've been trying to figure out what to do. They still don't have it. Now you've got the meeting with Joe Biden. If Biden isn't taking a nap. Because Joe Biden doesn't work all the time. Joe Biden, at times, is seen as sleepy. It's true. Name me one. Name you one time that you've been sleepy? I don't think I have that much time. It's only a three-hour show. I'm only on the air six hours a day. I don't think I've got the time for all of them. How about the fact that you don't work in the mornings, you don't work in the evenings, you don't work weekends? We all want this deal. They're going to negotiate. It's going to happen. Because one could argue that by passing a bill, the Republicans aren't questioning the validity of anything. They're saying, here you go. Wouldn't it be Joe Biden saying no that's questioning the validity? Can you make that spin? But if he wants to not sign it, and if he wants to have uh, the country default on the debt, I mean, that's, that's up to him. We've already seen the polling to the extent that you want to believe the polling, that Americans will blame him and Democrats for any failures. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how this meeting goes. The updates out of Texas are pretty awful. The updates out of Texas show that this shooter, that murdered eight, had a plan. And this shooter had some really, really ugly connections. It got reported that he had a certain patch on his shirt when he was shot and killed by a police officer. And it was RWDS, right-wing death squad. And it didn't take the Washington Post, but four seconds to say, ah, oh, white supremacist. Guy's Hispanic. Absolutely was in the camp of supremacists, of Nazis. Uh, pictures that show this guy having uh, swastikas and, and the SS tattooed on his arms and on his chest. And... A, uh, a series of videos and everything else saying not quite what you were expecting, huh? And then posts that targeted Jews, women, and racial minorities. That's who this guy was. He actually scoped out them all. He wanted to do the maximum amount of damage. That's what we're learning about this guy. As for the driver who murdered eight outside of a homeless and migrant uh, shelter in Brownsville, he's been identified. He is also Hispanic, charged with eight counts of murder, 10 counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, and he's got a rap sheet that goes on Forever. This was a guy who wouldn't cooperate with police. He wouldn't allow himself to be fingerprinted. They couldn't get a mugshot. And I said, they couldn't get a mugshot? Just take a picture. What do you mean you can't get a mugshot? He was in a Range Rover. He jumped a curb, running people over who were sitting on the curb. The car flipped. It went for another 200 feet, hitting others along the way. Now... As for motive, I think they're still trying to work that one out. I think we'll hear more about that today, and I'm certainly hoping that we get to um, we get to that and an understanding of what took place. But this this shooting in Texas, this guy, and people are like, oh "My gosh, he's he's a Hispanic and he's he's a white supremacist." Rem- let me remind you of the words of the great Ana Navarro of The View. The Proud Boys is a white nationalist group. Look, being Hispanic or being black does not, or being anything, does not make you immune from being racist, from being radicalized, from being a white supremacist, from being evil, from being homicidal. And we are seeing it over and over again. It's great that Ana Navarro reminds us that people of all stripes can be awful. And evil. And bigoted. Because that happens to be true. And finally, reality is breaking through for some people. But don't worry, Ana Navarro will be apologizing for that today. Guaranteed. Calling black people, saying that black people have the ability to be racist. She'll be apologizing for that. You just wait.